Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sabbath, everyone. I know we're having some technical difficulties right now. We're going to work through those issues. So if you would give us a few minutes, um, we'll work through these bugs. Andre, if you can just put the logo up until we can work out these issues, that'll be, that'll be um, most helpful there. Just put the logo up. There you go. And Amen. Amen. Uh, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Amen. Um, we want to thank God for you on this beautiful Sabbath morning. I'm not sure if we live yet, Andre. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. seeing it, but we're going to um, just praise God for another opportunity to be able to come into his house of worship and his house of praise and to be able to um, worship him on this platform. We're going to ask that you will pray for us as you um, the enemy is busy. I just prayed. I just said, Lord, be with the technology, be with no issues, no complications. As soon as we go to the countdown, the, front, the screen freezes. Um, but we believe that God is still in control and that he is still on the throne. Um, and so we just want to thank God for this platform. Andre, I believe that we're going to move forward here. Um, I believe that we're going to continue on here. Um, I'm seeing me on the screen. So I'm not sure if we live yet, but we're going to go ahead and go forward. <clears throat> um, but we just want to share just a couple of announcements with you. Um, we do have our reopening starting on next Sabbath. Amen. Next week, Sabbath, uh, we'll be in our virtual, well, we'll still be in the virtual place. We'll still be on Facebook and um, YouTube and all the different platforms that we have available. Uh, but we're also going to be worshiping um, from within our sanctuary. And we're just so excited. Um, we're just so thankful that we were able to get back into our sanctuary um, to have our worship experience there. Uh, but listen, there are a few things that I just want to share with you um, as we plan to get back into that place um, of worship. We just want to remind you, amen, um, that everything that we do, we do, uh, you know, for safety purposes, safety reason. We want to make sure that everyone is safe. Everyone is um, well cared for and well taken care of. And so we just want to remind you that um, there will be a, a, a cleaning of the church. So when you come back um, to our, to our um, worship service, amen, on next Saturday, um, September the 4th, um, we want you to know that the church will be deep sanitized. So we want you to know coming in, you don't have to worry about that piece. This church will be um, sanitized each week prior to service. Um, in the event of uh, anyone reporting a, a case of COVID or whatever, um, just know that the church will be disinfected prior to us getting back in. Also, we want to encourage you to register. Um, register. You must register if you plan to attend on September 4th um, and on and each Sabbath thereafter. Now, the link for the 11th is already up, so you can go in now and you can go ahead and register for the service for September um, 11th, we encourage you to do that now as the numbers are uh, filling up fast. Amen. <clears throat> um, by this, 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 this year, the, the fourth, um, we're, we're, we're at capacity now and I'm still getting phone calls. So I encourage you to go ahead and register now for the service for September the um, 11th. You have the link there, www.rsvp.church um, backslash r backslash n. We'll send that link out to you so you can go ahead and register for that service there. Amen. Um, also, um, we ask that if you have traveled um, out of the country or if you've been exposed, um, if you have traveled out of the United States within 14 days of attending church on September the 4th, 
Um, we ask that you will um, enjoy um, that worship um, time in the comfort of your own home. Amen. Um, if you are experiencing the symptoms of COVID, um, if you've been exposed to someone with COVID or the variant, please enjoy virtual church from the comfort of your home until at least 14 days um, after your travel or your exposure. Um, also, we want to encourage you that if you don't feel well, please, um, you know, please enjoy that time from um, your, the comfort of your own home. Um, entry, please notice that our entry, um, we encourage you to come through the front entrance as the back entrance will, or the side entrance will be blocked off, will be closed. We encourage you to come in through the front entrance as well as exiting, exiting um, through that same entrance. You will receive instructions from there. Also, we encourage you to wear a face mask. Please, you know, we have those on, on hand. We have face masks on hand uh, to come and um, you know, for those that may not have, um, we will have face masks there, but we're asking that you please wear a mask uh, or a face covering when you enter the church at all times while you are in the church. And if you're unable or unwilling to wear a mask, we're asking that you would please enjoy the service from the comfort of your home. Temperatures will be checked, amen, upon um, your, your, your getting there. Um, we want to encourage everyone um, that if you have a temperature, um, you will be um, asked to kind of, you know, stay outside um, until your temperature comes down. Um, also, again, as we mentioned earlier, the registration, please um, um, stop at the information booth prior to entering the sanctuary. Um, and so you can be checked against the registration list. We do have a list. We want to make sure that everyone that attends um, the a service is registered. This is allowing us to do the contact tracing so that we can make sure that we are safe. Also, we're encouraging hand washing. Um, hand washing or use hand sanitizer. There will be hand sanitizer on station. Um, you can sanitize your hand as frequently and as often as you would like uh, for those pumps will be there available in various areas of the church. Um, and if you do not want to touch the pump, please bring your own sanitizer with you. I know some um, like to have their own scented and special fragrances. So please, we encourage you to bring your own. Uh, uh, again, cover your mouth when you cough. Um, pretty, um, you know, if you put your hand in your sleeve, you cover your hand in your sleeve with your face mask on. Um, we want to make sure that everyone is safe. Also, we want to practice our social distancing and anywhere from three, three and a half, four feet. We want you to maintain that distance between yourself and anyone not living in your household. Seatings in the sanctuary has been arranged. Um, so please, we ask as much as possible, um, do not you know, move to rearrange the seats, but please allow the ushers to seat you and to be prepared to promptly exit the church um, after the benediction. You know, we don't want to encourage any lingering, any hanging around, um, any sticking around, any um, congregating within the sanctuary. Uh, please, um, please, if you can um, <clears throat> just be mindful of that, we, we appreciate it very much. Also, the worship and music, um, we ask that you will, you know, there will be no um, congregational singing. I know this is this is very difficult. This is very hard, uh, but only the choir members will be singing. Um, and so we encourage you as much as possible. Um, you know, this is going to be a, a difficult one. I know we love to sing. We love to worship. Um, we love to praise the name of the Lord. Um, offering, we'll give you those in, instructions um, as far as our giving, but we do encourage um, the online giving. We encourage that you um, we'll continue with our um, cash app. 
um, encourage you to go to our website. Amen. You're able to um, give your um, donation or your um, return your gifts there. Amen. Um, also, uh, the ventilation system works fine. We'll, we'll have um, that system in place. Also, we want to encourage our, um, uh, our parents with, with um, little children, small children. Um, we ask that you not send them to the restroom by yourself. We ask that you will accompany them. Amen. Or you can um, have an usher um, assist you in that process. But we try to eliminate any small children running through the church. We want to minimize um, the areas that um, we use also the bathroom as much as possible. Um, we have instructions, um, one in at a time. We want to make sure that um, <clears throat> we are safe and that we are practicing um, our social distance. Dismissal again, please remain seated at the benediction. Uh, we want to make sure things are done decent and in order. Um, and so you will be dismissed um, at the end of the service. Um, also, we just want to remind you that to, to keep us in prayer um, as we look to reopen, as we look to get back into um, our service today. Amen. Thank you so much. I think I had that right here. Let me see that one right there. Praise God. Um, but but um, we want to encourage you as much as possible. We want to um, practice um, safe, di safe distance. Also, thank you. Um, Sabbath school. I know there's um, uh, been back and forth with Sabbath school. Um, Sabbath school was, was set at 930. Um, but we want to um, encourage you to be prepared from 9.30 to 10.30. Um, we'll see how this runs, if things need to be changed, if we need to go to 9 o'clock or so forth and so on, we'll be able to make those necessary changes. But please, please be mindful that on next Sabbath, um, we'll have our Sabbath school time. It will be on the phone line, on the prayer line. Um, so we're asked that you will be there at 9.30, uh, running from 9.30 to 10.30. Um, choir members, we're asking that you will please report um, at 10.30 to the church. Um, ushers, deacons, deaconess, please be at the church by 10. Um, uh, the media team, please be in place uh, by 10.30. So we want to make sure that everything runs smooth. Um, we haven't been back in our, our service since, what, been about 17 months, um, if not longer. Um, I know that um, most of us are excited. Most of us can't wait uh, to get back in. Most of us are just overjoyed uh, about getting back in. And so this is our first time back in after a while. There may be some bumps. There may be some hiccups. There may be some glitches. But at the end of the day, you know, we learn as we grow. Um, and so we want to uh, pray for this um, re-entry back into our worship space. Um, also just want to remind you today um, that we'll have a special um, a special um, <clears throat> Christian nationalism program today. Um, this is VA, our Council and Justice Council. Uh, for those that have been following them, you're able to go to their website on Facebook or on YouTube. There is an awesome, there's an awesome program that will take place um, this evening. Um, and so we want to encourage you um, to mark your calendars for that. I'm not seeing the exact time, um, but you will be able to find them or you can go to their social um, and justice council um, 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 webpage and you will find that information there. Also for our youth, for our youth, you know, um, there's a special um, AY going on at, at um, Lighthouse today. Our youth director, Pastor Karsten Rogers, is here in town. He'll be bringing the word today. Um, and again, that's at, the, that's at the Lighthouse, Seventh-day Adventist Church, located at 4557 
San Francisco Avenue. Um, and so we uh, want our youth to be a part of this awesome, awesome AY that will take place today at two o'clock from two o'clock to 3.30. Uh, they saying that there will be some barbecue there. There'll be some ice cream there. There'll be some fellowship there. Um, and so we encourage our youth to please be a part of this. Our, our um, 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 AY leader, um, 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 Elder Dan Sister Dancy, we thank God for you, is aware of this. So we encourage you, um, young people, to be a part of this special AY. And there will also be a special meeting with all youth leaders, AY leaders, um, you know, young adults that um, at four o'clock at Lighthouse. Amen. So we want to, we want to make sure that our youth are prepared and ready um, for um, what God has in store for them. Listen, this has been a very daunting <clears throat> experience going through this COVID, but we are so thankful um, and so blessed that God has um, brought us to this place um, during this time. Um, and so without any further delay, we want to encourage you to um, get those prayer requests in. And what we want to do um, on next week is going to be a little different. We want to encourage you as much as possible to email us your prayer requests. We still want to keep our prayer time live and active. We want to continue to pray for all of you that may not be in the um, space with us on next week, but yet you want your prayers um, um, heard. You can text them, amen, to Sister Karen. You can um, um, email them to our, um, our um, email address. You can email those prayers in because what we want to do on next week, we want to take those, that, that list of prayers and we want to offer those up as well. We want to continue our prayer time together. Amen. Um, also, as we close out the month of August, this is a beautiful month, an awesome month, uh, about to roll into yet another month. Um, again, we're still celebrating all birthdays. We're still celebrating um, all anniversaries in the month of August. We give God praise and honor to God as we celebrate you. To all of our visiting family and friends and guests um, that have been with us every step of the way, we thank God for you as well. Um, we give God praise for you. We thank you for supporting us. Thank you for loving on us. Um, and thank you for riding this wave with us. Um, at this time, we want to turn things over to um, our stewardship team um, as they share with us um, how we can be better stewards, elderly. Thank you, Pastor. This is Elder Carroll with your stewardship nugget today. And of course, stewardship being the four re personal resources that God gives us that we can use for his glory, resources of time, talent, temple, and treasure. Just want to speak to you a little bit about treasure today. Treasure meaning money or income or resources that God has blessed you with. I'll be blunt with you. God doesn't need our money. He doesn't need any money. If he did, he wouldn't ask you for it anyway. God gives us everything that we have. Every single thing that any of us on this planet has, God gave it to us. God created the whole planet. So everything on it, he created. All of your income, money, God gave that to you. Your job, he gave you that. Your car, your house, everything comes from God. And he's such a loving God that he gives us 100% of everything that we have. And he only asks for 10% back in return of tithe, as well as a free will offering. It's a little bit he's asking for us. And it's not even about the monetary value. It's about learning to trust in God. Remember that song, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus? That's what he wants from us. 
in order for us to learn to trust in God, he's just asking us, hey, if you really trust that I'm going to take care of you, if you believe that I'm right here with you and that I'll make sure everything goes well for you, just show your show your uh, trust by returning that 10 percent and a free will offering. It just seems so simple to us. But God also knows that we're humans. We might get a little bit selfish, a little bit greedy. That's also the blessing in returning a faithful tithe and offering. It prevents us from becoming selfish. When we share with others, when we share back to God, it takes away the spirit of selfishness, which is the spirit of Satan. It helps us to become more generous and more giving like God is. So don't just think that God needs your money. He doesn't. He's just giving us an opportunity to learn to depend on him because as times get tougher in this world and he's promised that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and pestilence in diverse places, when those times come and some are upon us now, we have built up a dependence on God. You don't wait until you need to lift 100 pounds. You practice it. You lift weights every day. That's what learning to trust in God is about. Every day we learn to trust in him more and more so that when a time comes where we really have to trust him in a situation that we have no control over, that trust has already been built up. The pastor did a great job of speaking about the safety concerns of us going back into the church building. However, he didn't mention one thing, and that is that our tithes and offerings have to remain uh, constant and consistent. Now, going back into the building, we're going to use more water, which costs money. We're going to use more lights, which costs money. We're going to use the air conditioning and the heating, which costs more money. So we have to remain faithful. You know, the gospel of Christ is called the water of life. And this water of life is free, but it costs for the plumbing and for the pipes to bring it to you and to me. And that's why we need you to remain faithful in your tithe and offerings. We appreciate everyone who has continued to return through our online uh, cash app, dollar sign TOP giving. We appreciate those who return through adventistgiving.org. And we appreciate everyone who returns by mailing it to our treasurer. Continue to be faithful to God. Remember, it's not about the money. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he owns the hills too. It's all about building up your trust and your dependence on God. Continue to be faithful to God. He's always going to be faithful to us. Thank you and have a blessed Sabbath. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder um, Lee, for um, those encouraging words <clears throat> on how we can be better stewards and how um, we can be uh, faithful in our tithe and offering, understanding that you're right. Um, the lights, the um, electricity will be um, in use. And so we encourage um, our faithfulness unto the Lord, not equal giving, but equal sacrifice. Amen. Um, again, we thank God for you. Again, we want to encourage you to go ahead and get those prayers in, um, get those prayer requests in as we want to take those before the Lord this morning. We want to um, lift up the name of um, Elder William um, uh, Miller. Um, um, Brother Miller, who lost his wife this week. We want to remember the Miller family in prayer. Uh, we want to remember all those that are battling with health issues and health challenges this morning. Um, we know that God is always a very present help um, in a time of storm. And so we want to encourage you to continue to, to pray for those that are bereaved, 
Um, also, we want to remember our top family, our service, as I mentioned earlier. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot that goes into getting this thing up and running. Um, they're getting back in. We've been out for all over a year now. We've been out a while, almost two years, almost two years, um, just a few more months. It'll be two years that we have been out of our um, um, sanctuary. Um, and so there's a lot that is taking place, a lot that is going on um, as we get back into our um, um, worship place. So please, please, uh, please and please again, um, let's keep that um, a, um, in prayer. Um, we ask you to get those prayers in. Amen. We want to uh, continue to call on the name of the Lord every step of the way. Uh, for again, we know that he have us in the palm of his hand. Um, so at this time, if you can just prepare your hearts and your minds um, as we hear um, our song of meditation um, by Sister Beverly Amanda Stewart, hear ye this woman of God.
Amen. <clears throat> Amen, Sister Beverly. Thank you so much to God. Be the glory for the things that he has done. We thank God for you for sharing that um, song of meditation with us this morning. Um, to God be the glory for the things that he has done. Thank you so much again for that, Sister Beverly. God is good and he is truly worthy to be praised. Um, everything we say, everything that we do, it is indeed an honor um, and a glory to be able to be on this platform to give him praise, to give him honor um, and to lift his name up on this beautiful Sabbath morning. This is a beautiful day, but this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that you have those prayer requests in. Um, you've seen those prayer requests. Those of you that are viewing around, you're on the chat, you're in the chat. Um, you see the prayers that are needed. You see the saints and their concern to see what's going on with our those that are having health challenge, those that have children that need lifting up. We want to remember those individuals. Um, we want to remember those that are having issues on their jobs. Amen. Um, and so at this time, um, we just want to take a moment um, as we bow our heads, as we approach God's throne, as we lift up our prayer requests. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to gather on this platform. We thank you so much for life, health, and strength and all that you do to keep us in the midst of these difficult times. We recognize, Father God, that it's nothing that we've done, but it's all because of your grace and your mercy that we are here today. Um, thank you for our last night lying down, our early morning rising, food on the table, clothes on our back. Father, we take nothing for granted, uh, for we recognize it could have been me outdoors with no shoes, with no clothes. It could have been me with no food, with no home. It could have been me, oh God, but you saw fit to allow us to be a part of this awesome, awesome, awesome experience. So as we approach you, oh God, we just ask that you remember um, those that are battling with health challenges right now, oh God. We lift them up before you. We ask that you will cover their, uh, cover those that are having hospital uh, visits today, oh God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus as we seek your forgiveness of our sins, as we seek you, oh God, your forgiveness of all of our unrighteousness. And we ask, oh God, that your righteousness would be our righteousness, that you will fill us with your love, fill us with your grace, fill us with your mercy, um, that wherever we go, Father, or whatever it is that we do, that your name will be glorified. And so, Father, we just want to lift up before you in the name of Jesus, those that are having health issues. We want to lift up before you this morning, our young people today, our youth, in the name of Jesus, that you will cover and keep them right now, Father. We pray for our seniors today, oh Lord, that you will lift them up, hold them close to you. Let them know right now in the name of Jesus that you have them in the palm of your hand, that your eyes are on the sparrow so we know that you are watching over them. Father God, we pray for those that are on the front line, those that are in the healthcare system. We're asking that you will cover and keep them as well. Loving Lord, we ask that you will be with the Miller family today um, as they lost their mom, a wife, a, a sister,
sister, oh God, we pray right now that you will cover the Miller family, continue to watch over them, let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand, that you see it all, you understand it all, and that you have it all worked out. We're asking you to do this, God, because again, if you don't do it, it cannot and shall not get done. We want to ask right now, Father, that you will remember our church service as we seek to get back into our physical building. The challenges that we have faced along the way, the drama that we've received along the way, Father God, but yet we are here in the name of Jesus. The enemy don't want this to take place, Father, but we believe in the name of Jesus and in the power of your Holy Spirit, oh God. And so we are here not because of anything that we've done, but we're here because of you. So Father, we just invite your presence to be with us as we get back into our service, that there will be no hurt, harm, or danger will befall any one of us, Father, that you will beat back the enemy even now, Father God, that we claim victory over that service, that we claim victory um, over, over the message. We claim victory over the worship team, oh God, as they've been putting time and energy in, oh God. We claim victory right now in the name of Jesus over our top service. We claim victory over all of those that are under the sound of my voice this morning, Father, that are listening online via YouTube and Roku, oh God, that are listening to us on Facebook, on Instagram. We praise God, Father, that you are able to cover all of these media streams, that you are able to allow your presence to be known. So touch down right now, Father, let this experience be one that will draw individuals closer to you, Father. It is not I, but it is Christ that dwells on the inside. So have your way today, Jesus. Have your way right now, Holy Spirit. Let your presence be made known right now, Father. Throw your weight around in the room. Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. So again, we thank you for what you've done. We bless you for what you are doing, and we give you all praise, honor, and glory for what you are about to do in the name of Jesus. So Lord, cover the message today. Be with the spoken word today. Pray that it will come across with clarity, with understanding that walls will be broken, hearts will be mended, chains will be shattered, and that the people of God will be set free to be able to worship you in spirit and truth. So we thank you, Father. We bless you today. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. It is not I, but it is Christ that dwells on the inside. Forgive us again of our sins, Father, we do pray. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen and amen again. Amen. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. It is indeed a blessing to be in the household of faith once again. This experience right now is about to shift. It's about to change. Um, I'm enjoying being in the comfort of my home. Amen. To be able to share, uh, share this message with you. But oh, what a joy is going to be to be able to look at your smiling faces, to be able to hear the hallelujahs and the amens. Amen. Uh, to be able to be in the space with you as we worship in spirit and in 
true. So we thank God for you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory for allowing us to be on this platform yet again. So we thank you for being here with us today. Um, at this time, if you have your Bibles with you, we want to encourage you to mark uh, to, uh, to um, journey with me. Um, as we go to the book of Acts, amen, um, this is a very powerful book, amen, a very good book, the Holy Ghost book, amen, uh, 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 the Holy Ghost field book, amen, so we want to go to the book of Acts, and we want to ask that you can just journey with us to chapter 28, um, chapter 28, Andre, I think we are going to just stop at verse 7, we're just going to read um, chapters um, 28 verses 1 through 7, amen, um, and the word of God declares here in the book of Acts chapter 28, um, it says, now when they had escaped, then they found out that the island was called Malta, and the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome, because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom thou he has escaped the sea yet justice does not allow to live. Verse five goes on to say, but he shook off the creature unto the fire and suffered no harm. Verse six, however, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come on him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. Verse 7. In that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island whose name was uh, Apublis, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. Let us just stop right there. Let us, let us stop right there um, as we discuss and talk on the topic or on the subject, shake it off, shake it off. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to gather today. Um, thank you for keeping us in the midst of all that is going on, for you are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. So we ask your Holy Spirit to be with us and be upon us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen again. God is good and, uh, and, and, and it is a blessing to be able to be uh, on, on this platform today. I should have just stopped at verse uh, uh, six um, and pick up verse seven through 10 um, in our second part of this message. Um, but we just wanna deal with the first part of, 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 of this message here of Paul uh, ministry in um, uh, 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 Malta, which is the name um, of this here island. Now, you know the story for those that may not be aware, if I could just set the stage or set the backdrop for you, or just give you a little uh, 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 um, uh, a preview or a rehearse of what was taking place. For those that understand and know uh, that Paul 
um, this um, missionary man, if you will, um, understand that his life story um, was not one of the church. We understand and know that Paul um, did not grow up in the church. Paul did not have um, a church background. Paul was not um, he didn't attend Sunday school or Sabbath school or uh, 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 the Islamic class. He didn't attend any of that. Paul was basically a man out to kill uh, anything that professed their belief in God. Uh, whatever your belief is, uh, whatever your religion, Paul was a man that could care less about your belief. He could care less about your status. Paul was a man on a mission. Um, but it was one day when Paul was out to per persecute uh, the church of God, um, where he was met by Jesus Christ. Amen. And he was met by an angel on the road to Damascus. You know the story where um, on his horse, he was knocked off his horse and he saw the bright light. And the question was asked, why do you persecute me? Uh, why are you coming after me? And it was at that point um, that Paul's life began to change. Paul's uh, life began to take a drastic change. Somebody may understand um, what I'm talking about now. Somebody may have been have, have gone through some things where I uh, have experienced something where, 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 where it altered the course of your entire life. Uh, and, and, and so this is what happened to Paul. Paul was on the road. He was on his way to persecute um, the church of God. And, uh, and, and God knocked him, literally knocked him off his horse. Uh, and, and as, and as uh, Paul um, 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 is, you know, accepts Christ, is converted, now Paul is this, is this mission man. Paul is now uh, uh, this man of ministry, this man uh, that will do, that will, that will stop at nothing um, to honor the request of his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It, it, it's amazing how Paul, you know, made that 360, as some would say, uh, uh, made that turnaround uh, from one that, that will persecute the church to one that is now will lay his life down for the church. And so Paul is on the ministry. He's on a mission. He's on a journey. Uh, Paul has now been ministering. He's been preaching and teaching the word of God. He's been sharing his faith. Some believe him. Some don't believe. As you know, some believe. Some don't believe. Some understand. Some don't understand. Some will gravitate towards Paul. Some push Paul away. Some still in the back of their mind uh, just can't believe that this is the man who once killed the folk or killed church folk. Now is the one that is standing up for the church folk. And so many were still in, in confusion, but here it is, uh, uh, Paul, Paul finds himself now uh, 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 on a, on a, you know, in prison, Paul now been preaching, Paul's been teaching, Paul has now been accused of preaching heresy, he's accused of, of, of uh, pre pre you know, lying and, and, and all of these things, and so Paul is now facing prison time because of his ministry. And as the story goes, as we jump to verse 27, just to kind of jump on in here and get, get on in, into this message here. Uh, and on uh, chapter 27, uh, uh, Paul is, is, on a, is on a voyage to Rome where he's now uh, being uh, brought to justice. Now he's going to see Caesar. He's going to be faced. He's, 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 he's on trial now where he's now going to face the up to the crimes that he was accused of. And Paul is now on the ship with a cutter, uh, uh, as some say, is a couple of uh, 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 a couple of hundred folk, maybe about two or three hundred folk. Paul is on the boat and they enters into uh, this horrific storm. 
Uh, so much so where the angel visit Paul this is there in chapter 27. Uh, as I just set the stage, uh, uh, Paul is visited uh, by an angel and the angel uh, simply tells Paul, uh, uh, don't worry about anything. Uh, there will be no life loss here because you have a mission to see Caesar there. God has a plan for your life. Amen. And so while everybody else was on the ship, everybody else was afraid of their life. Everybody else on the ship was wondering if this is it. Is this how the story going to end? What Paul now shares with them, uh, don't be afraid. There will be no loss of life on this ship. The ship will be destroyed. The things on the ship will be destroyed, uh, but not you who are of life, who are on the ship, you will not be destroyed. And so uh, as the story goes, you can just read it for yourself. Uh, uh, Paul uh, 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 and, and those that are on the ship, they tossed and turned. They, they, they're out there for some 14 days in the middle of this storm, amen, uh, being tossed around to the point where the ship begins to break up, began to fall literally apart, where even the soldiers at one point were a little fearful because see, during that time uh, when they were asked to bring uh, the prisoners uh, to justice, if one of those prisoners came up lost, amen, if they came back shorthanded, they would have to account for uh, that missing person with their life. And so it was their decision, these here um, guards, these soldiers, it was their decision or they decided that, you know what, maybe we should just kill them all. Uh, maybe we should just kill them all. That way, when we get uh, to Caesar, we will be able to account for every one of these prisoners. Paul remind them, Paul shares with them that don't, let's not go that route. You don't have to go that route. There's no need for you to go down that road. You don't need to be taking the lives of anyone because it has already been declared to me that we will make it safely to the other side. And so as the story goes, as we move on, uh, 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 Paul is now shipwrecked on this island. They're now headed towards this island. They're on this island called Malta. Amen. They're on this island. As they get to the island, the story tells us in the text that we just read that they were met by some welcoming people, people that were already there, people that were already with their hospitality. They, they, uh, they, uh, they um, greeted them. They welcomed them. Uh, they built a fire for them. They made sure sure that they were warm and they took they, they took care of these strangers. This is the hospitality above all hospitality. Uh, they received them uh, with open arms. And so as Paul of being the worker that he is, being uh, the saint that he is, being uh, uh, the ministry man that he is, amen, uh, couldn't just sit back and let these kind folk do all of the work. So Paul gets actively involved in collecting wood, amen, so that he can assist in the building of the fire. Amen. Now, I love it. I love it because see, here are the life lessons that I want us to walk away from this message right here, right now. Because as Paul began to um, lay the wood uh, on the fire, the Bible tells us that a, that a serpent or a viper jumped out and grabbed hold of Paul's arm. Now, I'm reminded, if I can just put a pen right there, I'm reminded of the fact that Paul, amen, this man of God, amen, 
amen, as, as, as he went about doing ministry and, and as he went about healing, as he went about teaching, as he went about displaying the word of God to the people of the land, as he went about doing ministry, amen, every step of the way, he knew the power of God. He knew about the struggles. He knew about all of the, uh, of the um, shortcomings and the difficulties that one may face coming from his background. Uh, there must have been a reason for this serpent jumping out. <clears throat> I, I, I thank God. Because as I look at the text, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm so much reminded of, 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 of how often uh, do we walk around uh, carrying things that are having things that are close to us, holding on to things that really mean us no harm and not even be aware of it. Uh, Paul wasn't aware that he was carrying a viper in his arms, not even aware of the fact that the deadliest thing, that, 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 that the very thing that could take him out the game was right there in the palm of his hands. The very thing that could have snuffed him out, he carried it in his hand. I hope somebody's listening to me out there today. I hope somebody's able to draw an analogy from what is taking place in the text today. Uh, because Paul, in doing, doing what Paul normally do, uh, uh, doing good, serving others, and at the same time, walking around with the thing in his hand that, is, that, 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 that will most likely take him out the game. But I love it. I love how God protect how lie how the lord keeps because see uh, uh notice the viper uh, uh was what you know didn't 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 lash out until after the heat hit it you know i think about i think about the the, the um struggles and the and the trials in life that none of us like let's just be honest that none of us like to deal with no one likes struggles no one no one like difficulties no one like to be told no amen from a child all the way up no one likes to be put on the back burner amen uh, uh, but 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 here uh, uh, we see uh, uh, paul uh, uh, doing something uh, uh, that 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 to, to me uh, is that it, it just blows it blows my mind it blows my mind because see here we see paul is still a prisoner mind you a prisoner one that is that 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 is being taken uh, 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 to, to to be put on trial but yet he's able to muster up enough love and enough kindness amen to be able to still help out in the time of need uh, 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 Paul, Paul, uh, uh, this man of God, if you will, a man places the wood uh, in the fire. And the Bible says when the heat touched the viper, uh, uh, the viper jumped out and lashed on to Paul's arm. Uh, 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 you know, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I, you know, I often wonder, Lord, what, what, what is, what is, you know, why did the viper jump out why why what 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 is going here it is i'm doing good paul is doing good paul is doing everything uh, right it, it, that that he know of uh, he's preaching he's teaching he's ministering he's eating healthy he's he's he he 
cut some friends loose. He's doing everything right, and yet the viper still launches at him. Uh, the viper still comes for his life. You know, my brothers and sisters, I just want to help us out along the way, and I'm thinking you're getting it right now because uh, there are times, no, you know, just because uh, you're doing good, as we say, just because things are going well, don't mean that there are, that are people uh, are not out there, amen, or vipers, should I say, are not out there to latch on and to take you out the game. Paul, Paul goes through this experience, and here it is right here. Uh, uh, Paul tell, uh, uh, the text tells us right here that so, uh, when, uh, uh, so when the natives saw it, well, well, well let, me, let, me, let me just bag up. It says, but when Paul, in verse 3, uh, had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, the Bible says a viper came out because of the heat. And fastened to his hand. And when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer whom thou hast. He has escaped the sea, but yet justice does not allow him to live. Uh, he may have gotten away from the sea. He may have gotten away from, 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 from the ocean. Uh, he may have gotten away from that life-threatening disease. Uh, she may have gotten away from that abusive relation but 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 here it is uh, in this case right here because this viper jump surely surely you're not going to get out of this you know it's amazing how you have individuals on the sideline waiting for your demise amen it's amazing how you have individuals on the sideline waiting for you to fall flat on your face uh, uh, you know, they took one look at Paul. They saw the viper jump out. They said he made it through the storm. He made it through the hurricanes. He made it through uh, uh, this tsunami. He made it through this breakup. He made it through uh, 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 this horrible experience, this cancer, this disease. He made it through that drama. But now this one right here, surely this problem right here is the one that's going to take them. And it's amazing how you have individuals waiting for you to fall, waiting for you to fall flat on your face. As much as you try to do what God has called you to do, you try to live the way God has called you to live, but yet you have individuals that are on the sidelines waiting for your demise. Well, I'm just here to tell you, my brothers and sisters, that when you find yourself in a situation where individuals are in the corner waiting for you to fall on your face, those individuals that are close to you, those individuals that you have laid your hands on, those individuals that you may even have in invited into your own home, uh, those individuals that you have cared for, come for your life, I want you to just simply shake it off. Amen. And just simply shake it off because as they stood there on the sideline, the text says, as they waited for Paul to drop, they literally watched, they literally looked, they literally stood there and they waited for Paul to drop dead right in his tracks. But Paul simply shook it off. The Bible says he shook it off. 
uh, 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 they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly die, but Paul shook it off. My brothers and sisters, there will be times in your life uh, that you're going to be faced with situations where you're simply just going to have to shake it off. Uh, you're simply going to have to turn and say, no, not this time. No, not this moment. No, not this hour. I'm just going to shake it off. I think it was the William brothers when I was younger. I told the story of the goat, a man that fell in the hole. And you know where I'm going with it. And, and, uh, and the owner of the goat came and saw the goat in the hole. And, and as he went, he went and got a rope and tried to put a little rope around his neck to pull him up. Uh, but every time he would wrap the rope around the goat, he would just simply just wiggle his head out and the rope would slip off. And so after so many hours of trying to get this goat uh, out of this hole, he decided, well, the least I could do is give him a proper burial. And so the owner of the goat, he began the farm, he began to just shovel the dirt down in the hole to just cover the goat up. But every time the dirt would hit the back of the goat, the goat would simply shake it off and pack it under his feet. Amen. He continued on uh, throwing the dirt down in the hole and the, and, and the goat would simply shake it off and pack it under his feet to the point that where the goat was able to step out on dry ground because he continued to take the dirt that was being thrown on him and began to shake it off all of the bitterness that was thrown on you all of the lies that was thrown on you I need you to shake it off and pack it under your feet Paul shook the serpent off when people thought he would die people thought it was over people thought this was it people thought that this was the end of the road but Paul simply shook it off and threw it to the other side. And now the people are seeing Paul in a different light now. Now they're looking at Paul and they say, surely this must be a God. Because if anyone that is able to withstand the bite of a viper, anyone that is able to withstand the bite of this venomous viper and still live, surely there must be some God somewhere in that man. My brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you today that as you go through, that life deals you a difficult hand, that life deals you a problem, that life deals you a challenge, that you simply shake that thing off and that you pack it under your feet and you don't let nobody, and I mean nobody, separate you from the love of God. Paul goes on. Let me let me just let me just share this with you. Uh, however, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall dead. But after they had looked for a long time, and that's just it right there. Some of us we have to understand that stuff is not going to just go away. Uh, uh, some people they're going to look for a long time. They're going to look. They're going to search. They're going to hunt. They're going to do whatever it is because they're waiting for you. I've learned, my brothers and sisters, in this life that I've lived, that I just have to continue to look to the hills from which cometh my help, because my help comes from the Lord. The Bible tells me, amen, in the book of Mark, that I will be able to pick up uh, uh, serpents, amen. I will be able to cast out demons, that I will pick up anything, and it will not hurt me, amen. And I believe that Paul was simply displaying, this, this, displaying uh, 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 that text, that, that Paul was simply saying that God, this is 
this is this is not a problem. Uh, this is this is not a problem. Paul didn't break a sweat. The text said that Paul he simply shook it off. He simply shook it off. I know I know sometimes it's hard uh, uh, to have to shake stuff off. I get it. I know sometimes it's hard to have to deal. You've been dealing with it for a very long time. You've been you've been you've been you've been back and forth with it for a very long time. And you're wondering, when is it going to end? Well, it is over when it's over. Amen. It, it is over when it's over. It's over when God says it's over. Shake it off. That's our mandate. That's that's what God is calling us to do, to simply shake it off and throw it away. There are some things that many of us are holding on to. There are some things that we don't want it and we know we need to let go of. There are some relationships. There are some there are some things that we are holding on to and we know that it means us no good and we need to shake loose from it. So we can be set free. Many of us are not able to make it to our full potential because we're still holding on to things that we need not hold on to. Many of us are not able to to uh, reach the highest level that God has placed us in our lives because we're holding on to stuff that we need to let go of. My brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be walking through life holding and harboring that very thing that is going to take me out. I don't want to harbor that sin any longer. Uh, that very sin that I need to get rid of. And that's where the heat comes in. Sometimes God has to allow us to experience the heat to draw the viper out. To draw the stuff out of us. I, 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 I get it. I don't, I, I don't like it as, as much as the next man. But the truth of the matter is I've realized that this is the best thing for me, that I have to go through it. I have to go to it in order to go through it. That if I never go to it, then God can't bring me through it. Some of us, we wanted to just go away, but that's not how it works. Amen. God, God want to want to want to um, want to bring stuff out of us. And at the same time, we want to put stuff in us. And whenever you have that passing of stuff coming out and God putting stuff in and God taking stuff out, it gets a little warm. That friction, it gets a little heated up. It gets a little warm. It gets a little hot. But that's what works, my brothers and sisters. That's what works. That's what God is calling us to. A higher level of faith in him, a higher level of trust in him, a higher level of belief in him. But we have to shake some stuff. We have to free ourselves from some stuff. There's maybe somebody listening today and you know that you've been battling with some things and struggling with some things and dealing with some things and, and you need God to just, you, you need to just shake it off. You say, well, preacher, I want to shake it off, but, 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 but how? Well, let me give you one, 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 one way. And this, this, is, this, is, this is the way right here that, that, that will work every time. And I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it again. Pray. That's right. Pray. Somebody said, well, I pray. Now you need, you need to pray. Because see, prayer changes things. Sometimes when we pray, things still go a certain way. Things still seem like it's out of whack. That's to get you, that's to test your faith. Amen. Sometimes we pray and we want God to step in and God said, not right now. I've preached on that before. Not right now. 
Sometimes it's not time. Sometimes, you know, and, and you have to know exactly what it is because there are times when you will find yourself in a situation, when, in, a, in, in a storm that was tailor-made for you. A situation that was tailor-made for you. Because God is trying to get you to a place of trust, a place of reliance on him. It's so easy to say, Lord, I'll do. Lord, I will. It's so easy to say, Lord, have my heart, have my mind. It's so easy to say, Lord, have your way. And then you walk away from that conversation doing it your way. It's so easy to get caught up in your way and not God's way. I've learned. I've, I understand. I wouldn't be here today, hallelujah, if I had to continue doing it my way. And so I've learned some things. I've learned a little. I don't know a whole lot, but I know a little. I know enough to know when I'm not doing it God's way. Because every time I do it my way, it's the, it, 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 it messes up. That's just an indicator right there for you who are listening. You say, well, how do I know God's way? How? Well, if you're not doing it your, God's way, then you obviously you're doing it your way. Well, I say, well, how do I know if I'm doing it my way? Well, when you do it your way, it's going to mess up every time. That's just a, see, God is not going to let you outshine him. And you say, well, well, I've done it this way and it worked. Well, it may have worked for a little while, but let me explain something to you. Your way is not the lasting way. It may get you from point A to point B, but I guarantee you it won't get you to point C to point D. At some point, it's going to run out. Because God will not let you outdo him. And God says, if it's my way or the highway, then that's what it is. It is what it is. I didn't write the rules. I didn't, I didn't. We have to just let it go, shake it off and say, Lord, have your way. And that's where I'm at today. You may be listening. I don't know. You may say the preacher, I, let me try this prayer one more time. Then. I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to call a friend. Amen. I encourage you to email us here at Tabernacle of Praise. I, I, I encourage you to reach out because as sure as I stand here today, amen, God's way is the only way. God's way is the best way. That without him, we will be hopelessly lost. But with him, we're more than conquerors. I encourage you to reach out to us, amen, uh, uh, VA, uh, if you want Bible study, if you want um, a pastoral visit, um, if you want to be, you want us to just have special prayer, amen, I encourage you to just simply reach out to us. Um, if you want a, a pastoral visit, amen, um, you can email us, amen, um, you can go to our email at um, topsdachurch um, at att.net, you can you can um, you know, email us. You can go to our website at www.topsdachurch.org. You're there. Amen. Uh, visit our website. Amen. And we'll get our phone number up there on the, on the next go around. Amen. I keep forgetting to have them add that on there. Um, but we definitely want you to reach out to us. You can call us. Amen. Um, leave a message. Somebody reach out to you. Um, again, these are just uh, many ways that you can connect with us because I believe that these are the last days, that these are the days that, you know, the, these are the days of Elijah, amen. These are the last of the last. There was nothing after this. One, and he that shall come will come, and he will not tell. And I can't wait uh, to be in his presence. So, again, if you want to, 
you know, connect with us, please reach out to us via our email, our website, um, so that we can uh, make this a connection. Uh, Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, what you are about to do. Um, again, we give you all praise, honor, and glory for you truly are an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. Um, thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do in the lives of your people. Forgive us again of our sins, we do pray. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen and amen again. Again, on next week, we'll be um, in our um, um, church service um, in our physical building. We'll still have our online presence, amen. So this will still be the platform. If you want, you're view, viewing us on YouTube or um, Roku, if you're viewing us on, um, uh, on Facebook, we'll still be on our original platform, but we will also be in our physical building as well. And so we want you to keep that in prayer. Um, also, as was mentioned earlier, Sabbath school will um, start at 930. Um, we'll make the necessary adjustment as we go. Um, but just to work that bug out, amen, let's start at 930, end at 1030, and we'll uh, move accordingly. Again, my name is Pastor Jonathan B. Fields Jr. Thank you so much for joining here, um, joining with us at our worship service. And I pray that something was said that would draw you closer to him. But until we meet again, remember to keep the faith. God bless you.